Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Let's face it, y'all. Valentine's Day sucks. It's convinced us that buying material objects or planning the perfect date is the ultimate show of affection. The truth is, neither a heart-shaped box of candies nor a last-minute dinner reservation will show them you care. Real affection is surprising them with an erotic massage after a long, stressful day. It's trying new oral techniques that'll make their eyes roll to the back of their head. It's finding new ways to spice up things in the bedroom, whether you're still in the honeymoon phase or long past the 25th anniversary. Show them you care every single day with year-round pleasure. Find out with Beducated's 100-plus expert-backed courses on sex and relationship. Join Beducated today and get 50% off a yearly subscription. On the lookout for a gift? Treat that special someone to the gift of sexual happiness with Beducated's personalized gift cards. Don't forget to use our coupon code at last chat. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Dyra. <laughs> Jojo went to go change so we could match. Yeah. Yeah. At first, it wasn't sinking into why she was wearing pink, which this kind of don't look pink. That's it's, why I was confused when you said pink. I was like, er? It's like a very light pink. Yeah. Yeah. It's somewhere in the salmon family. Yeah. Well, happy Valentine's Day. I mean, you know, Valentine's Day is tomorrow, but still. You could celebrate early. Wow, you're really paying attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so did you the, did you get me anything? Did I get you anything? Uh-huh. Girl, what you like to know? <laughs> 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 yeah, of course I got you something. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. What's the fucking juice today? What's the vibes? Tell me, holla at me. We're Talk gonna, to me we nice. gonna talk about lesbian dating and Ugh. give our you know lesbian dating tips and just talk about like dating and the struggles of dating. I can't give y'all my playbook. What you mean? I can't give y'all my playbook. What I mean, y'all, I don't have any advice to give. I'm taking. Shut up. <laughs> I'm talking shit. I'm talking shit. Yeah, it seems like it, we're always getting asked about you know. Getting out there and finding places to meet people and, mm-hmm. and you know, how to date or what's the best advice we can give when dating people. Uh, I think this is something everybody fucking has to have a conversation about. Um, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes having other people's experience helps. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now in today's world, we're a little bit like we're we're a little shying away from dating. And it's COVID's fault. It's COVID's fault. You think people are still traumatized because of it? Yeah. Oh, no. We got to get back into the groove of things. Sit and think about it, though. It it sounds crazy, but, like, when you think about COVID, 
it's crazy to think it even happened, right? Mm-hmm. And although I feel like it's still like lingering, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it still has a hold on us. Um, but when you sit and think about it, that's that's like what three, four years now. Like fudge. Yeah, but I mean, the world changed because of COVID. Big time. A Big lot time. of things changed. Like it, people changed, work environments changed, your work time. changed. Like I. I'm definitely a newer person because of COVID. Yeah. And I, like, think- I was a workaholic. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I that's the wave now. I would have probably been in the office every day. Mm-hmm. Still thinking it's normal when in reality we could do the same work from home. I think it like brought to light a lot of things. And although it's taken away a lot, I think it, like you said, it's brought to light, you know, that we can do this shit from home. Like, we don't have to be in the workplace to do the work necessary. Mm-hmm. You got a computer. Technology is up to the point where we can do this shit from home. Right. Which must be nice. But anyway, I do think, like, COVID did affect the idea or, like, the whole social aspect of life and how people, you know, how people date. Yeah. People, I feel like people are still a little bit socially awkward when it comes to that. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um so let's talk about the struggles of dating and I guess the annoying parts of it. Getting okay. Because I want to say getting to know someone is annoying, but it's fun at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we get to know someone, it's it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, you're eager to get to know them, you know, you're meeting someone who doesn't know all the shitty parts of you. Mm-hmm. So like you guys are on this this high cloud nine you know level mm-hmm. um but i think one of the things that i realized in dating is it's just repetitive shit mm-hmm. it's just like at this point meeting people on a daily like not even a daily basis but like dating yeah like yeah it it just it becomes a routine like getting to know someone kind of becomes tiresome because it's like you mm-hmm. you put in the work or the time to get to know this person. And sometimes it gets deep. Sometimes it's just superficial. But it's like it doesn't go anywhere at some point, you know. So it's like why am I putting this effort into getting to know someone? Or why am I putting myself out there and then mm-hmm. it's going nowhere? Like then you start overdoing it with somebody else. And it just gets like you start to realize that not everybody is on the same level as you. Yeah. You know, and everything just seems super superficial. Like, oh, well, what's your favorite movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, what's your favorite color? Oh, like sometimes you don't always hit the deep parts. Yeah, but I feel like with dating, you do need to get into those like deeper conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think what's hard for people is having to like let their guard down and having to let someone in once again without you knowing what the future holds for both of you. Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people, that's hard. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I think letting your guard down is definitely one of the biggest things. Um, and that's just because of past trauma. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how are you supposed to get, you know, move forward and get through that if you're not giving someone else the opportunity to show you different? Um, uh, at some point, you start to notice the patterns, um, you know, that, that people kind of show where you're like, eh, that's a red flag that you know, that happened in the past. I don't know if I want to let that one go, you know? That's okay to realize, but I feel like that shouldn't be, like, end-all, be-all, you know? 
Like mm-hmm. now nah, I'm not going to give you the the full opportunity of moving forward with me because you just did something that I'm not fucking with. Yeah. You know. Um but we do have to let our guard down. If you're going to meet someone, you can't expect someone you don't know to fight you to let your wall down when they like I just mm-hmm. met you. Right. Like why am I going to why am I going to chip away these walls if you're not going to be open with me? Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm being open with you. So yeah. I think just giving a little bit of vulnerability at a time. Yeah. Um, another struggle is just like finding the time to date. Like, I feel like a lot of us are like, with what time? Like, if especially if you work and you work in the office five you know five days a week like sometimes people are like i don't even have time to date mm-hmm. and i feel like if you have that mentality of like i don't have time then that means that you really don't want to date yeah. because you would make time for it you know like you would make time to set up a date even if it's once a month you know so if you have that mentality of like too busy for it then maybe it's just not the right time keep for your you. ass at home yeah so, no, no, no. it's just not the right time it's just you're probably just at a different you know time in life where mm-hmm. like you're you're into something else and not really into dating mm-hmm. and i think some some people make that mistake of not realizing that and then they go and meet these people they're just they're just finding a distraction mm-hmm. someone to be occupied with and then it kind of you know ruins the flow for other people who are actually trying to date um but I always tell her, not always, but I've, I I remember telling her in the beginning that if COVID didn't happen and, like, she worked in office, we probably wouldn't have made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it probably wouldn't have worked out. Because during COVID, I was still working. Mm-hmm. Like, I was still going into work. My job, I didn't have that luxury to work from home. Um so I had to go to work, but she was working from home at the time. So the way my schedule was set up, I had four days off every week. Um, and I would take those those days to go and stay with her. And she would work during the day. That was fine. I would just bullshit around her apartment, wait for her to be done. But, um, you know, having that time spent, even just like being around her, like, yeah, she was occupied. It, I kind of felt like I was in the way or that I didn't want to be in the way while she was working. Mm-hmm. But it was nice to like have her around. And I told her that if she worked in office, like the hours and the way everything was set up, she had weekends off at the time. I didn't have weekends off. Like it just wouldn't have allowed us to really be together. I mean, I think it still would have worked. We just would have had to put the time in. I'm saying like you have to put the time in, you have to make it work. Yeah, but I also we can't forget that we had the distance. Oh yeah, that too. So I think but if we, we didn't have the distance, it, we would have made it work. work. Yeah, but lesbians make it work. Yeah, but it's not for everybody. <laughs> like not all lesbians want to be in a long distance relationship. Not yeah. all lesbians, you know, want to be up under each other. You know, like there's different type of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't categorize our lesbians. Everybody's different. Yeah. Um, but. I just feel like it would have just been a different type of thing for us. I mean, I, I'm not saying that I'd have been like, oh, this is just done. Um, you know, I think we would have found a way to make it work if it started like that already. Mm-hmm. Um, but when that idea came that when COVID, like post-COVID, where it was like, oh, everybody might go back into office and type shit. 
and it, that conversation was coming up from your job, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's going to be hard mm-hmm. because we had already been dating for months where I had that accessibility to you mm-hmm. regardless of like the distance and my fucking work schedule. But it was like I was able to spend four days out of a week with you like. I'll take that drive any day if I know I'm getting that much time. But, like, when the conversation came up that you would probably go back into office, I was like, damn, how that going to work? How that going to work? Mm-hmm. We would have made it work. Yeah. But it was just worrisome in the beginning. Huh. Um, the other thing that people hate is just the fact that we are in a generation where a lot of people are doing online dating. And with that comes a lot of catfishes. Everything is digital. Have you ever met a catfish? Girl, I've been catfished. Oh, okay. How Twice. <laughs> Twice. How do you get catfished? Twice. Not recently. Mm-hmm. But I was catfished when I was younger. Oh, like, that was way easier back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think they're... Because it's so easy to make a fucking profile. I feel like it's... It's a little bit easier to mm-hmm. be able to tell maybe now mm-hmm. because we have things like FaceTime and, and, you know, ways where we can communicate where you can actually visually see if a person is who they are. Yeah. Um, unlike, you know, in the MySpace days where people were just making profiles and you just thought that person was the person that they were because um, that's what happened to me. Uh, but now I feel like. If people are still making fake profiles, it's just like, why, bro? Why? Like, and then if you fall for it, why? <laughs> like, it's again, we're in a day and age where everything's digital, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like if you're not thinking, if if you get caught up in a in a profile where they're not the person who they say they are, and you're getting catfished, it's just like, did you really investigate? Did you really like mm-hmm. you took that person for their word and it's not it's not giving you red flags that the person never wants to be on the phone or never wants to FaceTime you or only talks to you between this and this like these times like I don't know because I'll be watching catfish and I'm like oh people are really crazy out here. People are still getting catfish. Oh yeah. I, mm-hmm. Absolutely. 110%. Yeah. I feel like people who are getting catfished are like the people who just like that world that they're in with that person yeah i mean i think there's like two different type of catfish like a catfish who literally steals people's pictures and are nothing like that don't look nothing like that and then there's catfishes of people who just look better on social media because they edit their pictures Mm. they know their angles things like that and then when you meet them you're like oh it's not that's not what i thought i signed up for just FaceTime each other, bro. Like, just do it. Like, you gotta, you gotta FaceTime them before you see them in person. It's a must. Yeah, it's like a requirement. No, it's a must because stop wasting your time, man. Like, just, just stop it. Just wait. we were DMing for like three days. We made a, um, like a day where we wanted to meet. We set up a date, and then the day of the date, we sent a voice message to each other to make sure that we weren't like old ass men being weird mm-hmm. and then we ended up facetiming to make mm-hmm. sure you know we was real yeah and i <laughs> not that i necessarily didn't think that she was real 
But it was the, like you said, this generation takes advantage of filters mm-hmm. and like OD with the makeup. So I'm like, I hope that when she does FaceTime me or like at some point, I'll get to see her in her natural state. Mm-hmm. Because I really thought that your eyebrows were fake. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, but when she FaceTimed me, she actually happened to be in her natural state, and I was like, Bleh! "Like, yes, I'm in there. Like, she's popping." Yeah, I was like, "I'm just gonna pick up this FaceTime with no makeup on. Like, I don't care if she doesn't like me. Then she doesn't like me. I didn't have my makeup on either. <laughs> she doesn't wear makeup. I could. All right, next thing. Um, paying for dates. Cause who's paying in the same sex? Um, relationship and I feel like a lot of people be like who's paying who's paying my thing is if you asked for the dates then you're paying mm-hmm. simple it's, it doesn't have to be that hard <laughs> if you ask me on a date then you're paying because uh-huh. you asked me out right you have different opinions no 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 I, I was thinking about when we went out but it was your birthday yeah. so I can't really yeah I can't really mm-hmm. do that. But, I mean, I agree. If you proposed it, why not pay for it? You know? Yeah, that's my rule. That's it. Um, another struggle um, has to do with dating apps. Just, like, being ghosted. Have you ever ghosted somebody? Yeah. Why not just tell them you're not feeling them? I think I do. Oh, okay. I don't, like, completely be like, you never hear from me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I give like those excuses like, eh, I'm busy. I'm doing this. Da, yeah. da. Like I kind of give you the warnings leading up to that time mm-hmm. where I'm really about to just be cold turkey and not talk to you. Oh, okay. I feel like, um, I've heard that in dating apps, a lot of people get ghosted. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like a thing for whatever reason. And I was doing some research and it said among LGBTQ adults who are married, living with a partner or in a committed relationship, 28% say they met their current partner online compared with 11% of partnered straight adults. Which means that gay people are using dating apps more than straight people. Mm -hmm. So if you are so against the dating apps, you got to give it a chance because clearly that's where the gays are meeting. That's because we're not, we're too scared to go out in public and be like hmm who's gay around here oh, i think yeah, the dating app just makes it easier to know because people put it out there like if you're on a gay website uh-huh. or a gay dating app then you you gotta expect me to slide in your dms and think that you're gay of course you know? of course and i just think that more people just aren't out than mm-hmm. than what we think or don't look gay in quotations you know yeah so they have to meet people on dating apps facts um and then the last thing that I had was literally the simplest thing, talking to girls. That seems to be like a like a big struggle and like a big insecurity sometimes for females. Well, for, for women. That's why you got to have friends or a friend who is not scared to be outspoken. Yeah. I feel like we all have, well... I feel like we have friends that if we weren't going to talk to each other, somebody would have been like, yo, my friend, thank you, cute. Oh, yeah, but I hate that. 
Yeah, but I feel like sometimes it, it is what it is. Yeah, because sometimes you I need think a friend. It, 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 it depends on the environment, too. Like, if it's just, like, I see you're by yourself or it's it's mm-hmm. we're in a more chill setting, then, you know, I'm, I'm going to go up to you, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you're out and you're in, like, clubs and different type of environments where it's, like, it's kind of a little bit pressuring because it's just so much going on. Mm-hmm. So it's, like... I feel like it can make it a little hard mm-hmm. to be approachable. Yeah. Especially if you're with a shit ton of people. I'm not about to go up to you if you would a squat, you know? Uh-huh. Maybe just a couple people. Yeah. But we know you like to be approached. <laughs> Don't approach her. Why? What you mean, why? What are you talking about? You. <laughs> what do you mean by that? We know you like to be approached. What do you mean? You, you're not the type of person that if somebody want to say what's up to you, they got to come say what's up to you. Oh, yeah. Like, people have said, oh, my friend thinks you're cute. And I'll be like, tell your friend to come say that to me. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about, we're going to go into, like, the most asked questions about, like, lesbian dating and advice and tips and things like that. So the first one is, how do I initiate a conversation with a girl or what if I'm just awkward or have anxiety? I talk to everybody like they my friend. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like... I'm a, First of all, let me stop saying I feel like... In my opinion, I think that people just... Especially when you're out in social settings, like people just want attract to the person mm-hmm. who's kind of like the life of the party, so to say. Um, but we don't have to make it that hard, y'all. Like, you're in public. I think... The, I got this from the real L word. Um... Right? That's what it was. The original John. And Rose was like, for every one person that says no, there's like 10 that'll say yeah. And what that made me think of was like, even if one says no, it doesn't matter. Like, it's it's not going to hurt you because you didn't know that person. Mm-hmm. You know? And there's going to be somebody else watching around for you. You feel yeah. me? Like, somebody's going to come up to you. Somebody's going to want to talk to you. Like, mm-hmm. we make it so much harder for ourselves. Like just talk to them. They're right. Re- they're people. At the end of the day, whether you like them or not, they're regular people. Yeah. And sometimes when you hinder yourself, I feel like that person low key thinks that you know they spotting you and just kind of waiting around. Yeah, my advice is to give compliments. I feel like people always like to hear that. That is always like a conversation starter. Um, you compliment them on anything, literally. And I feel like that's when literally the conversation starts. The other thing I have is watch the way that you come to people. Like if you come off super aggressive, then sometimes it could be like a turnoff. Um, so you know how like when guys try to holla at girls and they come off super aggressive and super machismo and super toxic masculine masculinity and they're like, damn, like ew. Please don't ever do that. Like, don't ever try to give a compliment like that. Like, catcalling type Mm -hmm. of thing. Like, you don't got to do all that. Please. Nothing. Um, And then last thing is just literally just be yourself. Like Jojo said, I feel like there's nothing more attractive than someone who is literally themselves. Aren't trying to be someone else. Be your quirky self, whoever that is. I feel Mm -hmm. like if they are a person for you... And if they're feeling you, then they'll they'll be attracted to that. So just be yourself. Yeah. 
Uh, the next question that I have is, so how do I talk to girls on dating apps? Because, like we said, we live in a world where everyone's on their phone, everyone's meeting people on dating apps, Instagram, blah, 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 blah. Um, and if you're used to dating men, then you're used to waiting around for them to message you. But when you are a woman dating woman, you have to make the first move. Like somebody has to make the first move here. You can't just go on a dating app and expect to like have people always message you. Yeah, you're going to have some that are going to like approach you over the dating apps, but you also have to make the first move. So like you have to slide into their messages or their DMs or whatever, whatever the dating app is. Um, and you can start off by like asking her a question about like her bio um or asking like saying something funny about like her bio i don't know i i haven't been on dating apps in a while but i know that people come up with some really like um how you call how you call it like very like their bios are just like very thought out and a lot of them just write like really smart cute things so make a joke about that or sometimes they'll have multiple pictures where you see what they like to do like their hobbies if they like hiking um going to the gym or whatever like make a comment about that that's literally how you start a conversation just how you will start a conversation with a friend um and then i feel like the next step after that is just asking for their social media that's how you know if they're a catfish or not be like oh are you on instagram Follow them on Instagram, see what they post, like some of their pictures, and then you slide into the DMs once again. And then from there, you could get their number, and then from their, from getting their number. I don't like to do too much texting, though. Like, once you have someone's number, don't think that you're going to be texting for a month straight and then ask them out on a date. Like, I, I hate the whole, like, um, waiting. Like, I, I'm the type of person that I'm like... If the vibe is good over text and we're texting, like I'm ready to go on a date like next week. <laughs> I'm that serious. Like I'm not wasting time because I feel like over text message, you don't really know who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. And if you go on that one date and you're like, oh, this isn't for me, then that's it. Wasted. You don't have to keep wasting your time and texting and doing all that. Like that one date, I know, I know it's just one date, but that should tell you like, oh, if you're really feeling this person, if you're not feeling this person. So don't waste any time. Yeah, don't get invested and then Mm -hmm. it's not what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, like we were texting for how long before we went on a date? Girl, (laughs) it was probably like a week. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah, was it a week or less than a week? No, it was like a week. It was like, all right, I don't know. Maybe it was was a few days. Yeah. It might have been a few days Mm because your birthday was coming up. Yeah, and I feel like when you go gaps without texting them or whatever, like let's say you're you're super busy, then you even forget who this person is. You're like, who is this again? Like, I truly forgot. I don't know. When you're dating around, you honestly... You're not saving nobody's... No, you can save their number, but you're like, damn, who... who, I don't know. You start getting them mixed up and intertwined. Right. Mm. You know, if you're like actively dating and meeting people in person, meeting people on dating apps... You know, like someone has to catch your eye. And I feel like if you want to be that person, ask them out on a date. Yeah. It doesn't have to be something extravagant. It doesn't have to be something that's going to like 
break the budget you don't have to get crazy with it it could be something simple like going to the park getting coffee getting bubble tea um mini golf yeah anything anything really it doesn't have to be this fancy dinner or whatever and please for the love of god i hate when people take someone to the movies on the first day that's a big no-no when i was younger i used to do that <laughs> that's a and big why? no no why i because feel like when you're younger that makes sense because how else are you supposed to yeah that's just something that you do when you're young but i feel like as you get older how, how are you supposed to talk to the person how are you supposed to get to know them right that's that's no point that's like a third fourth date kind of shit you know yeah i don't yeah i just i don't get it i don't get it at all and with texting all the time like yeah you're gonna want to talk to that person but yeah, I think it'll take away from the in-person interaction, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what else do we talk about, you know? Yeah, and I feel like um, just getting to know someone over text message, you don't really get to, like, see their reactions and really, I don't know, just, you you don't really get to know them as, as much. I've met, <laughs> I've talked to some people who are actually more fun or like intriguing over text message than they are in person or through FaceTime. Yeah, that happens. Like I am You know why? Hmm. Because some girls they really think so hard about what to respond back. Like I've had friends like, "Oh my god, what should I write back? What should I write back?" Girl, just write back. Like literally whatever comes to mind, write back. Like you are thinking too much about it and now it's not coming naturally. Now you're trying to portray this person that you're not. Just so they can like you. Yeah. Be yourself. But at the same time, how can you be yourself over text message when they don't they don't hear, see, or anything? They don't see the reaction. Mm-hmm. And if you're a sarcastic person like I am, then you're just gonna be dry. That's all I was about to say. I I'm a like I'm always everything I do is humor. Mm-hmm. So I've talked to some people who are just awkward, bro. Mm-hmm. Awkward. Don't say nothing back or like I'll be lucky if I even got a laugh. I'm just like what, like over text? No, FaceTime. Oh, okay. FaceTime. Oh, really? Yeah. And this was after you you were texting them? Yeah. And they was like, oh, hype. I was shit. on, I was, I was in an era where I was like, bitch, we got FaceTime now. I'm finna FaceTime everybody. Mm-hmm. And when I was dating around, I was like, FaceTime with certain shorties and certain, with certain girls. I'd have fucking great conversations on facetime it was funny we'd be on facetime for hours then there was like girls who want there was one who just talked didn't let me talk and then there was like another who i would talk and like again be the humorous person that i am and she'd be like <laughs> and then it was silent and i'm like Bruh. Yeah. Kind of like a, you know, when someone's nervous mm-hmm. and and it's the energy is kind of like awkward. It's like pulling teeth to get mm-hmm. to get the conversation flowing and at a pace where it's like yeah. comfortable. It was like pulling teeth every time. I don't know. I never even did much of the FaceTime. And either. believe it or not, it really be the the girls who were like all about their appearance, who like look good, but bruh. The, the conversation and mm-hmm. the it just, it just wasn't there really yeah um i don't i don't i've never really even facetimed for long like if you're an adult that has a lot of responsibilities working full-time going to the gym doing all these things you can't be texting all day one 
Two, you also can't be FaceTiming all day either. If you also care about going to sleep early. So, like, I was never even a fan of that. I always was like, we got to chill in person. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a I'm an in-person type of person. Like, even over FaceTime, I'm just like, oh, I'm doing 100 million things at once. Like, I'm the worst person to FaceTime because, like, if you call me, I'm going to be doing stuff. I'm going I'm to I'm have my headphones in, but I'm probably not going to be in the camera all the time. Or if I am, I'm probably doing something, washing dishes, cooking. Like, I was never the type of person who just sits there. I just can't do it. I don't know. I just, we gotta be we gotta be face to face. Yeah, but when you don't have the accessibility oh, of like being face long, to face, oh, yeah, you, if it's a long you take distance, what you got. With, if it's a long distance oh, thing, yeah. for sure. Um, what else? All right. So another question. So I am femme presenting, and I'm into femmes. How do I flirt with a girl? I oh I mean other than the fact that you can probably tell because my presentation is a little bit more masculine, I always with girls that I'm unsure about, mm-hmm. I'm quick to be like, yeah, you know, I used to talk to some girl or like somehow mention that mm-hmm. I like girls, mm-hmm. and I feel like I don't know once you once you get that out, mm-hmm. it's just like all right, you kind of know how this is gonna go yeah it's like all right you already know now you kind of like wait for the signal to be like oh yeah me too mm-hmm. that's how i usually do it yeah i feel like you gotta throw like certain hints mm. like i know we like to say my partner my partner my partner but sometimes you, you gotta be like <laughs> oh like my ex-girlfriend yeah. or like oh mm, i mean yeah, that's I, used why I, partner. Gr- I used to date this girl like sometimes you just gotta throw those little hints in there so they can know that you also like girls especially when you're both femme um and then back to the compliments no bestie shit yo stop with the stop with the girl you're so pretty like girl like Anything that starts with like girl and like a high pitched tone, it sounds like it's a friend, mm-hmm. you know, like casting me up. Like, don't start the compliment off like that. Like, you're so pretty. No, no, girl. She's gonna think that you're like saying you're so pretty, as in you're a pretty girl, like on some friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, gotta watch out with with your tone, like if it's too high pitched and things like that um how how else would you flirt like as a femme if you were a femme or have you been in this situation before (laughs) i don't know you don't flirt with girls i mean i feel like it's just the uh i guess over friendliness Mm -hmm. like you said complimenting yeah and and but like not in a girl you know it was like damn like Mm -hmm. kind of cute Mm-hmm. you know kind of in a more like i don't want to say sexy manner but like obviously you could kind of get the vibe with somebody's like trying to see what's up you yeah know? like it's a little bit more than just i don't know it's all in like like you said your tone mm-hmm. and in your mannerism and your mm-hmm. body language like somebody smiling at you hard to tell like mm-hmm. i smile a lot yeah like you know smile at what they say uh-huh. and like when you say things you say it like with a smile right it's a little smooth rico suave you know right right just like more cool yeah um when you're messaging them if you start with the whole hey girly <laughs> nah. no that's what you call your friend like your bestie like girly or like with the whole yes queen no 
If I'm DMing nope. you, I'm like, I don't mean to bother you. <laughs> <laughs> but I just really need to Ooh. tell you uh-huh. that I think you're beautiful. Ooh. And exit. <laughs> and that's it. Very cool. Yeah. Calm, and cool, and I don't. Collected. Yeah, calm, cool. And, and that's what I'm saying is like, we... We do make it hard for ourselves because technology makes it so easy to like flirt or mm-hmm. like to come more direct, you know? Mm-hmm. Like all you gotta do is double tap somebody's picture a couple of times. Right. Or like their like, like their like feed or what mm-hmm. is it, their story on Instagram. Like there are so many ways that that is like social media has made it easier for us. Right. So I don't know why we make it hard on ourselves mm-hmm. with with being direct online. Right. Right, and if it's in person, um, I feel like you just feel this, like, vibe, you know? Like, even if it's two femmes, like, it's, like, a different vibe than, like, you and your, like, homie, you know? Like, I can't describe it, but, like, there has to be some kind of tension there. It definitely has a lot to do with, like, eye contact, too. And if you guys are, like, throwing jokes at each other and being sarcastic and things, like, I feel like that's the perfect time to be, like, yo, you're... You're hella funny. Like, let me get your number. We should definitely hang out sometime. And that's how you start it. Once you get their number, that's it. It's over. <laughs> it's, it's, it's over. It's always ending it with a, like, yeah, we should hang out sometime, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to throw that in there. Like, we, we, should, hang we should get out, together. But let me get your number. Because I, mean, yeah, I feel like people be like, yeah, to... I know. Because I don't know. So if, you're, if you see people are like at work or like class, they always feel like, oh, I'm going to see you next time. No. No, you got to get their number. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would hope if you're implying, like, we should hang out, like, what's your... Mm-hmm. Even if it's not their number, some people are trying to be a little bit more picky about giving their number out, but you're like, what's your Instagram if you don't have their social media, you know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but eye contact and a little, you know, sometimes a little touch. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I like your nails. My nails look disgusting. Girl. <laughs> now, when you got somebody like that uh-huh. who can't take a compliment... I could say compliments, but y'all should see these crusty ass fingers. Ew. Yeah. Um. All right. Next question. So, how do you know if she likes girls? So, like, let's say it's someone that you've like obviously never really met before. Maybe it's like a mutual friend. Um, I'm gonna say this with a grain of salt because I feel like sometimes people have a problem with it. But like, sexuality can be fluid. It can be. I'm not saying it is because I know people don't like that, but it can be. Meaning, just because they've never dated a woman before doesn't mean that it's like a total ex. No. Like, it doesn't mean that it's a total no. Like, you you never know. You never know, right? Um, Sometimes it just takes a certain someone that <laughs> sparks their curiosity. Uh-huh. And then they think like, mm, maybe I could. Right. Maybe I could. Right. Like, you just never know, right? Um, And I feel like, like we said before, if there's, like, a tension there or if she's just showing, like, a lot of interest in you. Mm. Like, more than, more than, like, a friend. Like, like some way or somehow, they're, like, trying to take care of you. Like, oh, I got you this. Oh, I got you this coffee. Or, like, I got you this. I was thinking of you, like, I don't know. Sometimes, bunch of gestures. Yeah, it's just like, or like they're always complimenting you, or like they're really just trying to get to know you, and like making a lot of eye contact. And I don't know. I feel like if if you feel like there's like they're flirting or like there's some type of tension, then there probably is. 
You have to listen to your gut most of the time, you know. Um, and the other thing that I had is that um, if she's not gay, she's literally gonna tell you like, Off the I'm rip. not gay. Off the rip. Like, Off the rip. Right? They gonna be like, girl, I'm not gay. I don't go that way. Or like, they'll be very honest about it. Or they'll try to talk about like a guy to you, so you could know like. Oh, this girl's like really into guys. Yeah. She loved the D or whatever. Like they'll they'll probably say something that will even make you uncomfortable. Oh my god. Like being like way too like vulgar. Yeah, with their sex stories or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh my god, last night I met this guy. And that's how you know you a bestie. Because if they're talking about a guy to you, that's it. She not she not that gay. Yeah. Or she's not gay at all. Um, another question. So is she flirting? Or is she just being friendly? How do you know the difference between the two? I don't know. Because you just know. It Again, for me, it's the vibe. Mm-hmm. It's the vibe. If you're you're doing too much, yeah, it's giving too much. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I feel like in, in a friend vibe, you know, y'all chilling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more... It's more like sibling type shit. You know, you kind of pick on each other or like, you know, don't mm-hmm. really care. You just say a bunch of shit. And then I feel like when they're being like overly friendly in like a flirty way. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this, they're just there locked mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And the vibes is just like, oh, you doing a lot. Yeah. Just, like we said, like just a lot of gestures and like... Mm-hmm. um. I think a perfect way to know, like, if they're flirting is, like, let's say you guys are in the conversation and you feel like they're flirting. So, you'd be like, you such a flirt. Mm-hmm. If they get shy and be like, that they're flirting with you. That's how you know they're flirting and not being, like, just friendly. If they, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Would you say um, that? Like I said, I'm a... Uh, I'm- I do everything with humor. So, I'd be the type of person to be like, if I ain't know any better, I would think that you flirting with me. Uh-huh. You flirting with me? Like, Are you flirting with me? Yeah. I mean, it's okay. You can, but like, <laughs> just let me know so I can flirt back. You know? Right, right. Like shit like that, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I think another sign, which it may be a sign or it may not be a sign, they're really into your astrology chart. <laughs> and they want to know. Okay, like I know the big three is like the most, well, the most common is obviously your, your astrology sign, or like when mm-hmm. you, the day you were born. But sometimes they get into, like, your big three, which is, like, your sun, your moon, and your rising. But sometimes they even want to get deeper than that. And they want to talk about all your houses and all the charts. I'm like, hmm. Either they really are into astrology or they really want to know more about you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, add me on CoStar and all this shit. Like, sometimes that's a sign. I don't know. You got to take it with a grain of salt because I am someone who loves to ask for people's signs. Doesn't mean I like you. I'm just asking. Mm-hmm. Literally, we'll probably ask for your big three and that's it. No more. I don't really care for the rest. Yeah. Um, another sign is like if they send you a playlist out of nowhere. Like you really took the time to create a playlist for me. Do you do that for your friends? Never in my life. Never in nah. my they need to stop barking. <laughs> Never. I have shared a playlist, but like on some lit shit. Like, oh, this yeah. is a playlist I use at the gym. You was asking about it. But it wasn't like a, I made this playlist for you. No, I had to be like, if I've shared a playlist, it's a mm-hmm. playlist that I've already had made. 
know? Yeah, like, but already you've never had a girl like make a playlist for you? Oh, I'm lacking. <laughs> yeah. And I am the type of person to but make a playlist. you've never made one for me either, so. Yeah. You have not made a personal playlist for me. That's because you don't have Apple Music anymore, fool. Then you will go above it's, and beyond and make one on Spotify. You're all like, oh, I, I can get it from Spotify. Like, I don't know how that it, how it works, but I did make one. For me? Yes. What's it called? It just has a purple heart. Really? Yeah. This is like in the beginning. Oh, I don't and know. I, and I've just added more music to it. Really? But you wanted to get off Apple Music and go to Spotify or like you still have access to it. So that goes to show you don't listen to it. I love music because I feel like for me, music articulate things that I can't always say mm-hmm. or like express. And I feel like sometimes music does it way better than I could. Mm-hmm. So I am a person who makes playlists. You like not only for, for myself. Friend. No, I'm not. I'm okay. saying I've never made it for a friend. That's what I'm if saying. I like have if I have one already, though, for you, that's that's a big deal, right? But uh-huh. I'm saying like if I've if I've already had one, I'll send it to a friend. But I've uh-huh. never made one for a friend. I, if I'm going to make one in particular, obviously I'm gonna make it for someone that I like, right? Or that I'm trying to like hint like hey mm-hmm. like listen to this and then you know because I feel like when I do that, people associate music with me, mm. and we associate music with people. You don't forget them. That's pretty annoying because then they never listen to that artist again. Hey, then you just don't listen to them again. Tragic. Sucks to <laughs> suck. Um, is this the last one? Um, yeah, it's looking like it. All right. So last one is what if you're not receiving the same love you're giving? Like, let's say you're not receiving the same type of energy. Like there's some type of rejection. What I wanted to to talk about is like, especially with lesbian dating, like there's a lot of social norms of the masculine person doing everything when it comes to dates, like planning the date, driving, paying for the date, doing all these gestures of bringing flowers and things like that. Like you can't always expect the masculine person to be doing that. Like, it should be reciprocated. Because if you don't reciprocate that, to me, it's like, oh, you're not feeling me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I would, just because, you know, like, if you're dressed masked, if I never did anything nice for you, wouldn't you be like, damn, I don't think she's feeling me? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's how I feel like a lot of masks feel. Like, mm, I don't know what's going on. Like, because they're not receiving the same type of thing. And that's when you got to open your mouth and be like, hey, I like those things too. Like, it'd be nice for you to, for me to reciprocate. I mean, for you to reciprocate and, you know, show me a little something. It may not be in the same form and fashion right. that you're giving that person. Mm-hmm. But you got to be vocal about like, I might not want a massage. But, right. you know, you could make me something to eat. Right. Or I might not like massages, but I like to cuddle. You right. know, like little shit like that. They may not like flowers. Maybe mm. they really like chocolates. Or coffee. I feel yeah, like everybody just likes like, coffee. Just like little things. It doesn't have to be all feminine shit like flowers and all that. Like things that they would like too. Small things that mm. small gifts of like I thought of you when I saw this. Mm-hmm. Um, But this also ties in with femmes, right? Like. Just because they're femme doesn't mean that they should be cooking and cleaning for you all the time. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes there's a lot of expectations of, like, the femme doing the cleaning and doing all of that. Like, I feel like both people should be 
putting in the same effort into these like dating relationships or whatever you want to call it. I like, don't even know how that's and, still the idea. And early on, it, it is. It is the idea. I think <sighs> that more masculine women do more. Really? Than feminine women, yeah. Oh, now nah, you coming crazy now. <laughs> nah, because crazy. because I really do think like. Uh-uh. Then yeah. I'm mask. Then you're mask. Then I'm mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you don't do things, but I think like I've I feel like I've seen it. Like there's femmes who don't cook or don't like to cook or just don't want to cook and don't clean. And you but, know, you know, but like this is why you gotta talk. This is why you gotta like talk about it early long. Early on, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Previous relationships, I was not cooking. I was not cooking. I was I can't cook. I could not cook. So I kind of use that to my advantage because then they always cook for me. So mm-hmm. now I don't have to cook because now you're always cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I, I honestly, I really couldn't cook though. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you, can't let, you can't let people get too comfortable though. Because that's how they take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. Like, goddamn, you deserve to sit down too and let them cook. Even if, even if they're like, I don't know how to cook, figure it out. Like, go on YouTube, TikTok. You could do things in the air fryer now. I'm on TikTok all the time looking all for something new to cook. Time. Everything's on TikTok. Like, we're always finding new recipes on TikTok. Always. I'm still waiting on her to give me an apron. Because I'm the chef in the house. Babe, we we do everything so 50-50 in this house. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting on my apron. <laughs> but yeah, there's people who don't. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I don't, that's, I'm not like trying to say you don't do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, sometimes in a relationship, there are some things that some do better than others. Yeah. And I think like. In oh, the yeah, event like, that mm-hmm. you don't, like, if I'm the one cooking or, you know, I do a better job at it, you're going to be like, yeah, go ahead and cook. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and clean the dishes. Yeah, and or that's I'm gonna understandable. Go ahead. You know, you kind of, yeah. it's, a, it's a give and take. Like, you got that, but I got that. Uh-huh. If you can't, like, do it together, you know? Yeah. And that's understandable, but I feel like sometimes you just get tired of that. Mm-hmm. You can't, and then it's like, oh, what are we going to do? Either starve or order out. And what if you don't want to order out? What if you want a home cooked meal? Yeah, I feel it. It seems like that that's one of the biggest things. What? That people just don't cook. I think a lot of people don't cook nowadays. And they're buying out. And I'm serious? just like Mm-mm. one thing honestly, one thing I hate spending money on, she knows it is food. Food is so expensive. Food is expensive either way. I know, but it's just it's to the point where groceries sometimes are just as expensive as like eating out. Mm-hmm. And you know what kills me about it? Like, I'm probably the only person that thinks like this. This is like, I don't get nothing in return. Yes, I'm full. But it's not something that I get to keep. Mm-hmm. It's not a recipe that I've, like, memorized and know how to do it. Ugh, like, I'm always, like, when we do order out, I'm like, I got to learn how to make this at home. Because they're not about to get all my coins. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. But we went on a rant. But things should be mutual. You can't always be the one making the first move. Like, things should always be mutual. And that's super important to set those standards in the dating stage. So you go into, like, these relationships in a healthy way, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yes. So now we're going to move on to uh, some family meeting questions. All right, first one is, how can I pass the feeling of being scared of having sex with my significant other? Start with the lights off. 
<laughs> We've all been in a in a situation where we're like scared to make that step in having sex with someone we're dating, and it's never really? gonna go away unless you do it. What do you mean, really? Re- What's the question? Really, what? Not all people are scared, babe. I don't know because people who could just jump in it like I mean good for you obviously you've been doing this and you have no type of you know connect when sexual activities are in progress but I was very timid not with the shits in the beginning and honestly believe it or not I still am very picky Mm -hmm. very picky when it comes to sexual interaction because I had a time span where I was like, fuck it, let me just do it. And mm-hmm. that didn't last too long. Um, mm-hmm. I do think that you should gain experience, but definitely still be picky choosy with it. I'm just mm-hmm. not with it. But yeah, I, I do think like it, it, it is hard to like get into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there could be a lot of reasons why they're scared. Either they've never had sex with a woman before. When you said turn off the lights, I automatically think they're insecure about their body. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a whole hundred percent insecure about my body now, but I definitely was a person who was insecure about my body. No, same here. But I, I feel like for me, I spent so many years being insecure about my body, especially when dating men, that when I was with women, I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. This whole, so like, it was to the point I would not take my shirt off. Like at times, like I would be like, yeah, I'm not taking my shirt off. Like, isn't that crazy? That is wild, but that's also because sometimes guys don't know how to shut the fuck up and realize, like, what you see is not the reality of a woman, you know? It's because they're just so used to these beauty standards and what they see on social media. But as women, I feel like we We're more understanding, we get it, like, Mm -hmm. we have the same parts, like, there's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's less awkward, not yeah. saying it's completely not awkward, but it's le- way less awkward when you're having sex with a woman than with a man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you got to figure out what is it that scares you, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you have to be, con- like, complete, not completely, but you have to be confident going into sex. Like, I feel like when you are not confident and you're scared and timid, then it might not be the best, you know? Like, take your time, too. Like, there's no need to rush these things. And I think that with that comes communication, like, letting your partner know, like, I am i don't think I'm ready yet. You know, like, I need a little bit more time. And, and moving slow, like, take literally doing, like, the bases or, like, whatever you call them, like, base one this, base two that, um, before you start getting crazy, bringing toys in the room, like, yeah. What? You're looking at me funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. The next one is my relationship with my mom, not feeling Mexican enough, and her relationship with my intimacy with women has given me anxiety about dating other Latinas. My relationships have mostly been with non-Latinas who I never feel true connection with. But I'm too insecure to pursue who I want. Gay Latina. Gay Latina friends tell me, get over it. We may have identity struggles, but deserve happiness. But I can't seem to accept this for myself. How can I get over myself? Um, 
I feel like this one's hard because I I can relate to some of these things like um not being Latina enough, like not fitting this image of what a Latina is supposed to look like or what is a Latina is supposed to sound like. Um, obviously, I sound like one, but at the same time, at times I do feel like, are we Puerto Rican and Dominican enough? You know, like we have this platform where we talk about it and we talk, but we mainly like, you know, focus on LGBTQ content, but it's hard because we also live in America. So we are Americanized in a sense. Like we don't live in our culture 24 seven, especially when you move out, move out of your parents' house. There's a lot of things that change things that change with like just um, traditions and food and things like that. So I think there's a lot to unpack there. And unfortunately, I don't know when I'm not going to feel that anymore. I don't know when I'm not going to feel like I'm not Latina enough. I truly don't. Um, But honestly, you should pursue who you want to pursue. Like, if you want to date a Latina, go ahead and date a Latina. Like, I, um, I don't understand why your friends responded in that way. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I think you should just do it. Spend mm-hmm. too much time thinking about it and wondering how it might not work. You know, you'll never do it and you'll never know. And mm-hmm. it honestly, it could work out for you. If you've never had, if you felt like you've never had a true connection with someone who's not Latina, then why continue pursuing that? You're never going to feel f- fulfilled then, you know? Um, but like you said, you said that you are insecure about it. So maybe this is something that you have to work within yourself first. Um, But I mean, you said it yourself, you do deserve happiness. So I don't think that you should settle to just date anyone if you don't feel that true connection with them, you know? Don't knock it till you try it, they say it. But that's it. That was, oh yeah, that was number two. All right, guys, well, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. I hope you guys have a great week, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Deuce, deuce, mother goose.